Chapter 7 A week had passed since Heidi and Emily stopped being friends. Heidi had stubbornly ignored Emily at school all week and had made a point to talk and laugh with her other friends as though she didn't miss Emily one bit. Everyone knew they'd had a fight. Emily went through each day in stony silence, keeping to herself as much as possible. Why don't you just tell her you're sorry and get it over with? Michael whispered from his desk behind her in history class. Because I didn't do anything wrong, Emily replied. Heidi's the one who ought to apologize, but clearly she doesn't even care. Buddy was very distressed that the girls were not speaking to each other. Heidi is your Christian sister, he said to Emily at lunch one day. You really should work things out with her. Emily ignored the twinge of guilt she felt. I'm not trying to be mean, Buddy, but this is none of your business. Besides, Heidi obviously doesn't want to be my friend anymore. What about hunting for the treasure, Aunt Terrence? We can't really look for the treasure without Heidi, since her dad owns Willow Valley. Then just go play army with Heidi, said Emily angrily. She stood up to take her lunch tray to the counter, her food barely eaten. But you'll never find the treasure unless you have a better plan than hers. You mean a plan like yours, don't you? said Terence. Emily rolled her eyes. You boys just don't understand, she told them as she walked away. And so Saturday came again, this time cold and cloudy. Emily was not put off by the weather. She put on a warm jacket and work gloves, gathered her archaeology kit, and told her mother goodbye. She would keep working until she found the treasure, whether or not anyone helped her. Into the woods she went, downhill from the places she had worked the Saturday before. More leaves had fallen during the week, and Emily realized with dismay that she could not tell where she had already searched. The only clue she could find was the dirt-covered lunchbox, still lying where she had flung it. This is impossible! Emily dropped her bag and sat down, leaning her head back against a tree. She closed her eyes and waited for the stillness of the valley to soak into her mind. Overhead, the chilly breeze swept through the tops of the pines. In the silence that followed, Emily could hear discarded leaves clattering softly to the ground. Down below, the stream shushed along quietly in an endless whisper. What had it been like those many years ago? Were the soldiers afraid? Did they think of their families at home? As Emily sat very still with her eyes closed, her imagination came alive and vivid pictures flooded her mind. Soldiers huddled in the dark around a hissing campfire. A tall man carried a heavy chest through the bushes, searching for the best place to hide. I bet it was cold, she said softly. A raindrop landed on her nose, but Emily was lost in her imaginary world. Soon the sprinkles of rain became a cold downpour, and Emily jumped to her feet. She would soon be soaked if she stayed where she was. Holding her bag over her head, she ran through curtains of rain to the nearest hope of shelter she could think of, Heidi's red tent. It might not even be there, she panted as she rushed along. What will I do then?
but it was there, right where it had been the week before. Emily ran headlong toward it, lifted the flap, and tumbled inside. She was met by a shriek of terror. Emily sat huddled against the wall of the tent, clutching herself in fear. What are you doing here? She gasped. I'm sorry, Heidi, panted Emily. I didn't mean to scare you like that. Can I? I mean, do you mind very much if I stay here until the rain stops? Heidi didn't answer right away. Finally, she gave a small nod. Thanks, said Emily. She scooted away from Heidi and tried to arrange herself to take up the smallest space possible. She sneaked a look at Heidi. Her former friend was staring coldly out of the mesh window on her side of the tent. Emily sighed and wished for the sun. Chapter 8 Thunder rumbled overhead, and rain drummed loudly on the little red tent. Heidi said nothing, and time seemed to stand still. Finally, Emily took her notebook out of her book bag and pretended to write notes in it. She could feel Heidi watching her. This is ridiculous, Emily neatly wrote in capital letters. Heidi used to be my very best friend. Why does she hate me now? Emily looked over at Heidi, and Heidi quickly looked away. I wish the storm would end, wrote Emily. I wish Heidi and I were friends again. What are you writing? Heidi said suddenly. Just making some notes about clues that I found, Emily replied. She felt her cheeks grow warm. That isn't true, and you know it, Emily Johnson. Uh, Heidi retorted. You always blush when you tell a lie. Emily shrugged and wrote in her notebook again, this time using slanted cursive letters. Heidi and I have been friends since second grade. We were closer than sisters. Until last Saturday. Emily drew a little sad face and then paused, chewing on the end of her pencil. How exactly had it happened, she wondered. She had wanted to draw a map of Willow Valley, but Heidi had wanted to pretend they were the British soldiers. Emily frowned as she recalled the argument. She remembered telling Heidi that her idea was stupid. She remembered the hurt in Heidi's eyes. I'm sorry, Heidi, Emily wrote in small, sad letters. I want to be friends again. Emily sighed. Then she wrote out a verse she had memorized in Bible Club. Colossians 3.12 Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Emily put her pencil down and looked over at Heidi. I'm, I'm sorry, Heidi. Heidi crossed her arms. I don't want to talk about it, she said. Emily tried again. I shouldn't have said your plan was dumb. It was a great idea and I ruined it. You're right that I always want to do things my way. I'm sorry for being so bossy. Rain dripped on the, to the tent and still Heidi said nothing. Emily's throat felt tight and she blinked to keep her tears away. 
Was Heidi too angry to forgive her? I'll understand if you don't want to be friends anymore, but will you at least forgive me? Heidi glanced at Emily. You really think my idea was a good one? She finally said. Emily snorted. Are you kidding? It only took me about two minutes of hunting treasure my way to realize how great your idea is. Heidi giggled. It's no fun imagining things without you, Emily, she told her. I just put up the tent to annoy you. What? sputtered Emily. All I could think about was the fun you were having in your tent while I was being stubborn. The tension of the week crumbled around them into nothing. They were best friends once more. Hey, I think the storm is over, Heidi said suddenly. The girls poked their heads out of the tent. A few stray raindrops splashed on their faces, but a large path of blue sky had opened up over Lookout Rock. Come on, said Emily, pulling Heidi out of the tent after her. Let's be soldiers. I'll be the captain, Heidi said. But I wanted to. Emily stopped suddenly and then smiled. Okay, you be the captain, Heidi. Heidi grinned and stood up very straight. As captain, I order you to hide this chest of gold, she said to Emily in a deep voice. Will you help me, captain, sir? asked Emily. This chest is too heavy for one person to carry. Gasping with laughter, the two girls pretended to carry a heavy chest between them. Let's see, said Heidi, looking around. I think over there, under the willow trees. The girls staggered along until they reached the willow trees next to the stream. Emily pushed aside the trailing branches and they pretended to set the chest of gold down. Now I'm too tired to dig a hole, said Heidi, plopping down on the wet ground. As soon as she landed, she jumped back up. Ow! I sat on a rock, she said. Bending over, she examined the stone jutting out of the ground. Hey, look at this, she said. Emily squatted next to her. Looks ordinary to me. But wait, that looks like... It's an arrow, Heidi exclaimed. I'm sure it is. It's an arrow carved into the stone. The two girls stared at each other, their faces flushed with excitement. Heidi, we have may have just found our first clue, said Emily in a hushed voice. Let's go tell the boys, Heidi said, jumping up. But Emily grabbed her arm. Just a minute, Heidi. There's something I want to say. Heidi stopped and waited. I really am sorry. I never want to not be your friend again. Heidi threw an arm around her friend's shoulder. I was stubborn too, you know. I guess we both learned a lesson. Now, come on, we've got a lot of work to do. Leaving the imaginary chest of gold behind, the two girls raced toward Michael's house knowing in their hearts that true friendship was worth more than all the gold in the world.